On this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock. 280 characters for 150 of your closest pals. Twitter's circle feature launches globally. Hats off to our friend, PPC Greg, for manifesting a much-needed change to Google Ads automated rules. Unfortunately, we don't have much helpful content for you on the helpful content update yet. All on today's show. Welcome, you are listening to Marketing O'Clock, just stay tuned Digital marketing news, but let's get specific Digital ads, SEO and analytics Social media and more Pretty much everything that'll make your website perform New shows every Friday We give you the news with sass and puns And definitely high takes Thank you for tuning in You know what time it is it's officially marketing o'clock. Settle in, sit back, keep it locked. Hey there, I'm Christine Zernheld. AKA Shep. I'm Jess Bud. And I'm Greg Finn. And it is officially marketing o'clock. Here on Friday, September 2nd, 2022. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another show. Welcome back, Greg Finn. We missed you last week. Thanks. Glad to be back. We survived without you. We survived. You guys thrived. K-Berg did a great job. Big she thanks, K-Berg, for did. filling in. So what have you been up to? Well, I'm very excited. I've got breaking news for you. A little something you might not have heard about, Shep. Taylor Swift's new album? Coming out. Is that your news? Yes. Did you know about that? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You knew about that? I it thought was it was breaking news It was you. announced a few days ago. Yeah, I woke oh. Eliza up. Oh, do you say her name? <laughs> it's okay. Woke Shep's I think baby up. Wait, why did you wake a baby up? <sighs> she woke up around that time. So I was watching the VMAs on my phone when I wouldn't have been because I thought something was going to happen. But then the lady woke up like right before it was announced. So I missed it. But oh. I think she knew it was coming. Okay. Is I that really was, what you were going to say? I thought it was news to you. Really? I thought I had the Taylor Swift scoop before you did. Is that you a did? Yeah, I thought I had it. <laughs> I can't tell. I can't tell. <laughs> I already have like a paper chain. What is the expansion? Like to this? count down the days. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. I'm so ready. We haven't had new music in so long. Is it like six months? No, that was Four a months? re-release. Oh. Well, I guess there were some from the vault, but we haven't had like this is a new era for her. Did you see what she wore at the VMA? She looked amazing. She wore a new era hat? Pulling a Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> is that really all you have to share? Yeah, I thought I was going to break news. No, I guess didn't. I'm late to the party. Okay, well, we'll just talk about me some more. Um, last night, I found myself around 7.30 p.m. naturally performing karaoke for my family of Battle Hymn of the Republic. And a <laughs> Star Wars song? <laughs> glory, glory. Glory, glory. Hmm. Not Star Wars. Not the Man of War version. <laughs> so, do you know them? I'll talk about it later. Um, anyway, I was like just singing my heart out, like really trying hard. But the words on the screen were like so fast and you guys know I can't read. So we accidentally said Grapes of Wreath instead of Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> and my husband was so mean to me about it. So I was like, listen, you would never get up here in front of me and your toddler and perform karaoke ever, let alone like this really difficult song that Whitney Houston sings. Like, I'd like to see you try. Why were you doing this? 
So he's like, watch me. And he puts on a karaoke song. What does he pick? The tequila song. <laughs> Did he pee with in it? Yeah. Is that right? Like, yeah, with the shoes. What's that? Did no, I don't think so. But all he had to say the whole time was tequila. How'd he do? Terrible. After I poured my heart out, there was He no, said bourbon. There was no effort. <laughs> the words were really fast, okay? Oh, my goodness. Jess, what's new with you? I had to come up with some words really fast last night. We're having dinner, and Jack, I'll give away my kiddo's name too here, he was drinking almond milk, and he's like, where are the almonds? And I had to explain. They went in the blender, and they turned into liquid, and I'm explaining how almond milk is made. And he finally understands that it's just liquefied almonds, and he looks at me, and he goes, what do they do to the cows? Oh. Same thing, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and I, for a second, was like, oh, he wants to know about what they do to the cow. But he was just making the milk connection. And then I had to explain how you milk a cow, and it was a whole thing. But I was kind of proud of him for, like, the thought process. But yeah. who'd have thunk? Kids are so smart. It's terrifying. Well, I hope the news isn't terrifying this week. Jess, what do you have for us? Not at all. This is particularly friendly news. First up here in the main news, Twitter's close friends feature is leaving the nest. Kids, Circle is launching globally. And you might remember us talking about this a few months ago when they announced that the feature was being tested. But if not, just a quick refresher here. Circle lets you post a tweet to a select group of people. Presumably your inner circle, though you can add anyone that you want to that. They don't actually have to be your close friend. Up to 150 anyone's to be exact. So it's a really, really big circle. I do not have that many friends. Me either. But I bet you have that many followers, if not more. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> more than me, Shep. A uh, couple important notes with this. Um, users will not get a notification if they're added to or removed from a circle. So the only way that they'll know is when they see a tweet um, to said circle that they're in. There's a badge underneath it that essentially says only people in at whatever's circle can see this tweet. You cannot leave a circle I don't know why you would want to if you're following the person what's better than more content. Um, but if you really don't like what you see, you have to block the user entirely and then you'll stop seeing all their tweets, not just the circle. So I don't know if that's... I feel like you might want to not be in the circle. Yeah, it depends on what the person's saying. Like it might be personal things when they have a more professional account. I don't know. Yeah. Or what if it's like a journalist and you just want the journalism. That's what I mean. And then their circle is like fun things. Yeah. They're like, here's my pizza from this afternoon or something. Yeah, I know. So it's kind of weird that it's like an all or nothing thing. Maybe they'll work on that. I don't know. Um, and then the other thing is that obviously circle tweets are meant to have that privacy element. So users can't retweet them if they see them. So that's all fine. I just wonder if there's a play because this is a free thing, right? So it could be a good gateway for super follows if you're trying to build a community and you want to wow. tease with that. Just to like show exclusive content to people and like build an audience by making them feel like they're in your circle. I'm not a fan of the bait and switch, but if you want to pull a J-Lo and just like be giving away free content. Mm -hmm. Oh, you weren't here last week. That was... I, I mean, I listened to the yeah. entire show on like some people. Oh, well, good. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. But update you know on J-Lo, I mean? did I tell you guys that she, um, that video of her serenading her new husband leaked and she's so mad because she wanted it for her newsletter content and she had people sign NDAs. So here's my conspiracy theory about that, Shep. 
is that the whole thing, because we were trying to figure out what her motivation for the newsletter was, and we couldn't think of one other than having a newsletter. I think it was so she could sue this person. <laughs> Maybe she's out of money. She blew it all in the wedding, and she's going to sue this person who signed an NDA and then <laughs> leaked her video, and that's why she's had this newsletter all along. I feel like there's something. There. I think you should have a newsletter and broadcast your karaoke. Um, nobody wants to hear that. You'd have we'll to see. edit your we'll tweet, Grapes of Wrath. Speaking of what you said, nobody wants it. 707 followers for you. So you have, you're have you going to have to start making some cuts. Mm -hmm. for your I should really start doing a better job for them. <laughs> Put some of them in your circle. I, from a personal standpoint, I, that's nice to have, I guess. I don't really use Twitter, so I don't care. Uh, Greg, what else is in the news? In the news, we are updating y'all about the helpful content update and i just really loved the headline from the Sistrix blog talking about this they've got a post called helpful content update colon no relevant changes after the first week <laughs> and there's like two paragraphs they could only find one site that lost a lot of visibility foodandwine.com um and that took a, a dive it seems like but the moral here is that this seems to be a much slower rollout than people thought. Um, the consensus, like Kberg did a great job of last week is, talking about, is that this will be a very major update, but so far, and, and like ongoing, it seems like. I've got some quotes from Danny Sullivan as well. But for now, it is just not what you would expect a week after a major update like this would be saying. Uh, Barry Schwartz over at Search Engine Roundtable states that the chatter and webmaster world forums in the comments area here have been mostly around, I'm seeing nothing yet, or did it roll out yet? But he's still got the charts. And I'm not going to do it to you. These charts are terrible. Oh. These charts look like somebody flatlined. These charts, are nothing's happening. Nothing's happening on the charts. And I need a quality product. It's got to be quality on both ends. You know? That's fair. You don't you find to it too it. useful. Yeah. So we'll, hopefully we'll have some good helpful content charts here, but for now you can't tell anything from it. So if you are like, hey, I survived, just hang on to your butts. Sometimes those charts are nice <laughs> though. It's just good to know that there's some normalcy in the world. But then when you mix it with like what happened in August where everything spiked crazy, like the 10th-ish or whatever the, the crazy charts were, like it just – it looks like there's nothing going on. So I'm sure we'll find something else as well. And Google has also come up with a preemptive form if you think that you've been hit by mm -hmm. the helpful content update. So I guess if you work at foodandwine.com, this oh is form this is, is for form you. <laughs> like, um, and they say, hey, if you feel like you should have been impacted by it, here you go. Um, and you can just go through and, and fill that out. And it probably just gets, uh, it goes right into a... Right into thin air. <laughs> and the algo experts at Glenn Gabe and at Lily Ray NYC on Twitter are your must follows if you're looking for anything to do with the helpful content update. Glenn Gabe said, I feel like this really hasn't kicked in yet. And if it has kicked in, then this is nothing like medieval panda. But Google said it could take two weeks to roll out. So I'm hopeful we'll see more movement. Maybe we'll see the engineers turn up the dial. And Danny Sullivan responded to a, a tweet from Glenn Gabe and said the update isn't done on his at Danny Sullivan Twitter handle, mind you. 
He says, update isn't done. It's also part of a continuing effort, as we've explained. We'll keep refining how it works directionally. The guidance we've given is what SEOs and creators should be considering. I also get that when we announce an update, there are memes and the gifs and the jokes and the OMG, the sky is falling reactions that can even make me laugh. But updates don't necessarily mean a big giant shift. If you have good content, you're generally fine. Lily Ray was doing a bunch of digging on the update and she found a site that she did not out the site, but had a snippet of the actual content. And I'm going to read it for you and you'll see how unhelpful this is. Kids books for six to eight year olds, period. Expert recommended children's books for aged between six and eight years old. This is a great age to get children reading and loving books. We have a wide range of books recommended on our site, so you're bound to find many books your children will love. <laughs> we have books about pets, elves, grandparent, black icons, dads, Christmas books, playful books, funny books, and graphic books. <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff that this is going to go after. Stuff, right? as in keywords. What kind of graphic books? I don't know, but I like, I just like, they're like, we have books about graphic books. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so you can check it out over on at Lily Ray NYC. She, I think, has found three different, um, different sites that have been hit by this. So again, still rolling out. Hang on. Panic. <laughs> if you write like this person. What do you got, Shep? So next up here, we have a tweet from PPC Greg from... May 19th, 2021. What were we doing then? What was the hot news? A year and a half ago. <laughs> Being Blocked alive. Yeah. RSAs were still here. Or, I mean, sorry, ETAs were still here. <laughs> it was a nice time. Okay, so he said, I just want to put this out into the Twitterverse. I'd like to be able to run a rule multiple times a day. So it's a picture of Google Ads automated rules and... He has the option, so it's like you can run it daily, weekly, monthly. Retweeted it August 29th, 2022. We're in the present now. He says, hourly has been added, period. No emotion there. I know. You asked for this, PPC Greg. Aren't you excited? Been waiting so long, though. There needs to be like a victory lap for this. No gifts. I feel like, are you okay, PPC I'm Greg? I'm go victory lap for you, PPC Greg. Here we go. <laughs> you did it, Look PPC Greg. Way to yog. Thank you. And jog. <laughs> Greg ran around the table for our audio listeners. Yeah. I'm sure they heard. <laughs> Did an actual lap. So I haven't set one of these up in a while, but the interface looks pretty different. And now you can pick if you want to run it once hourly, daily, weekly, or monthly. Hourly makes a lot of sense for a lot of different things. So he had an example where he wanted to make sure there was no broad match in the account. Um, so having it run every hour to just be extra careful that there isn't any running is helpful. Um, we have some budget management scripts that we're using in an account because we want to see make sure we don't go over a certain amount of spend in a day and you could now do that with rules instead of scripts if you want to check it every hour um but also as far as i know microsoft advertising scripts you need like different scripts for every hour you can't just have it run every hour once yeah. you have to have like one for every hour of the day you have 24 scripts because daily is the smallest frequency so can you tweet about that ppc greg yeah we'd like that yeah. feature what maybe like uh april 2024 just in time for the holidays 
He also has a little extra tweet here, three asterisks. <laughs> I don't know if that's enough asterisks for this. He says, watch out when updating any rules. It dropped the specificity of which accounts it was applied to and applied them to all accounts under the MCC. Oh, what? no. That's oh, why he wasn't excited. No. I know. <laughs> well, I don't think He's he too knew busy yet. working. Yeah. <laughs> I know, undoing it in all the other accounts. Oh, no. That is not what you want. Double check everything. Not good. Small wins. Small big, big losses. <laughs> now it's time for this week's Take of the Week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call. This week's take of the week comes from Sean Ellie at SLE2134 on Twitter. Sean says, this is my least favorite status. I can see all these as queries in the account for phrase match keywords. We are basically down to two match types, if that. And the status that he's seeing across the board is not eligible, low search volume. And that just, I get it. He's seeing it on all the phrase match and it's not serving. It drives me crazy that it's not eligible because you don't have the search volume. What planet are we living Why on? Why can't I just bid on it when someone does search for it? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, Good. Maybe I'll get some impressions. Maybe I'll get some clicks. I'm not going to probably uh, shut down my server from this keyword <laughs> here. But why on earth do you shut this down because you don't have the volume? I also just, I harp on significant a lot. But if he's seeing it as a query, it's deemed significant. Yet there's not enough volume. I, I j that the in one in <sighs> conspiracy Greg again these keywords when you read that stuff that we talked about three weeks ago where google's internal documents are like oh if you've got the term in your account and it's there performance max won't show for it but no it, these are not eligible keywords that are not budget constricted not bid constricted not location constricted it's constricted by google because they feel like there's not a ton of volume there so pmax still could come in and take all this traffic and you will never see it because there's no data in pmax and you will never see it from the keywords that you painstakingly meticulously curated into the account and you just get so many mixed messages from this company and it just is it's so infuriating and difficult to explain to anybody. Hate it. Just let it happen. Just show the terms. It doesn't have to be ineligible. Just say low search volume. Why would you make it ineligible? It just when you talk about it with Pmax, like you said, it's just like that you could be eligible with Pmax and not a search campaign is crazy. Now it's time for this week's I see why am I? I see why am I people? This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked but you shouldn't have. I see why my people from Sean Ellie at S Ellie 2134 ever heard of him? He yeah, says, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of him. He says something crazy I just found out. If you're using search partners with manual bidding and you have conversions in your account, the search partners bid will become smart and you have CPCs much higher than your max CPC bid. 
And at first I was like, oh, did some rep tell him this? No, this is documented on the Google Help document. Like, why don't we know this? Why would you do this? <laughs> Another reason to turn off search partners. That makes no sense. Yeah. And the, obviously, this is a giant piece of your recommendation score that gets pushed out to everybody. And there is, it is very difficult. I do this for a living. I didn't know this. Imagine somebody that gets the advice to mm -hmm. say, hey, we're going to help optimize your account. Here's our recommendation to you. You include search partners have wider reach, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, now you can bid higher for something that's not on Google and it's something that you didn't want and something that generally underperforms substantially and shouldn't be paying more for. You should be paying less for. You should have bid modifiers for it. And instead, it's going up. And if you want to turn it off on Microsoft and you import your campaigns, you have to go to the ad group level to turn off search partners because it's not in the same place. And we're trying to make helpful content to like explain Google Ads internally and, and more. And it is... How do you explain this to somebody? You well, here's what search partners are. Oh, you have a manual bid. You will go to this is what your bid is. Oh, but if it's search partners, then it doesn't use this bid. It now can become smart, not because of anything you did. It's not <laughs> smart bidding, but the bids are smart. But it's not smart bidding. And what it can do is it can bid higher than what you said, even though you said that you want this. This is now smart. It's just impossible to to comprehend all this hate it <laughs> now it's time for this week's pew pew lightning round at this point in the show we split up our content into three parts paid organic and social First, we're going to update you on last week's poll from PPC Greg, speaking of search partners, about how many advertisers use search partners. It's the same as when we reported last week. So we said 69% of polled Twitter digital advertisers do not include search partners. One reason we don't is we've seen these partners bidding against us on the SERPs only to drive a click to their SERP where our ads show again. <laughs> what are some other reasons? And then, of course, Sean Ellie replied with his tweet. So lots of reasons to not do it. And more news from PPC Greg. He says, Keyword Planner has a new organized keywords feature. They're always making changes in there, and yet it's never any better. But check it out <laughs> if you want to. It'll organize your keywords into ad groups as you're doing your research. So go crazy. We have a tweet here from Nikki Coleman at Nikki Jumpfly. She says, Microsoft advertising audience bid modifiers are going away. Starting September 26, you will no longer see the audience bid modifier in your campaign settings. So this, I think, is from an email. It says, moving forward, Microsoft Ads will work to fully optimize your campaigns as our machine learning algorithms drive performance to your goals across channels. While in the past, you may have seen manual bids and bid modifiers to control delivery when extending search campaigns to the man as we called it sometimes incorrectly. <laughs> you are now able to you are now able to leverage our robust portfolio of automated bid strategies to achieve your performance targets across channels. Isn't that amazing? So we we can't adjust the bids. Can we turn it off? No. Nothing. It's just I on. think it's going to completely go away in your settings. And I Why always, would you get rid of that? I always mix this up with there's the audience ads and the multimedia ads. 
there's the one that you can't turn off or even bid down on. You have to bid up 40%. That's the multimedia. multimedia. Yes. Yeah. I just want to be a champion for Microsoft. Like I work with all these business to business people. And like, if they're not on there, I try to pitch them on it. Like I really want to be their biggest fan. And then they do things like this. Like you could differentiate, differentiate yourself and not be criminal. Like, and people would love you more. I've got so much love for Tantiana and the service department. She's great. She helps me so much. Like, just stop doing these things. Do you send her these clips? <laughs> you should. I'll send her. You these. should. Would you be embarrassed if I say Tatiana? No, I'm not embarrassed. Okay. She knows. Tatiana, I know this isn't your fault, but <laughs> I'm just really unhappy with this new feature. That's what I would say to her. <laughs> anyway, hate it. That's going to be my catch line for today. More Microsoft ads updates. I told you last week that ETAs would no longer be available this week. I was lying. <laughs> it has been pushed back again. So the RSA, migra RSA migration has been extended to February 2023. At that point, you will not be able to make new expanded text ads. And I guess this is the second time they've pushed it back. So you were okay. lying. You and just changed the info. Tagline. Hate it. Wait, why do you hate that? <laughs> I thought you were like baiting me. I was. I, I mean, people are already like, now you're just messing with us. Like, people already done. had their plans. Yeah. Rip off the band aid. Be done. Can't make her happy. <laughs> just can't do it. Tatiana is the most optimistic guy in the room. That's what I voted. Voted by my peers. <laughs> Google Ads announced some new shopping campaign features ahead of the holiday shopping season. We are in it, people. Just Bud had some stories last week. Every week, we're going to have more e-com stuff. Just call me Santa. When we find a story that says just in time for the holiday season, we need to do something like where it's... Mark it down. We need to do something ridiculous here. We already had one. Like snowfalls? Snowfalls. Some kind of graphic. That'd be fun. That would be yeah. fun. Jingle bells. Do a shot, run around the table, something. We should do a yes. bet next year on if there's an article in the news that says just in time for the holiday season before Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party begins. Oh, it's already let's like try three to find weeks out strong. when Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is. That would be helpful. It's but can we go back like to doing weeks. shots? Eggnog. We Ooh. should just have an eggnog tap. Yeah, some nog. Mm -hmm. We could have non-alcoholic, alcohol, whatever we want. Yeah, just, just as long as it's nog. Mm -hmm. You can have eggnog on tap, but not broccoli cheddar soup. Listen, there are chunks in that soup. My Grampy's eggnog has a lot of chunks in it. Okay, well, he should get a new one soon. <laughs> I think our listeners are going to be spitting a lot of chunks out with this segment. It's delicious. It's like a milkshake. Milkshakes don't have chunks. Every time a new <laughs> what, person comes. What milkshakes are you You got drinking? cheese curds in your milkshake? I think she's no, thinking about cottage cheese. Oh. You know I love Jeez. cottage cheese. I'm the biggest cottage cheese fan in the world. I probably <laughs> eaten, I probably eaten cottage cheese for the majority of my meals over the past few months. Oh, because it's keto. Yeah, it's great. I, I've never seen it in the office. No, it's too embarrassing. You should get cottage cheese on tap. That's a great idea. <laughs> Mark it down. Hate it. <laughs> no, my grampy has this old crow eggnog recipe, and every time someone new comes around for the holidays. We all try to warn them, like, listen, it's not like other eggnogs. Be careful. And then before you know it, like, Aunt Gladys, 80 years old, she's on her way to the hospital. So for the curdling? No. <laughs> There's so much alcohol in it. It's crazy. Like, you can really only have one glass. And he serves them in these tiny glasses. Where does the <laughs> chunks come from? Chunks of alcohol? It's like egg chunks, I think. It's it's literally so <laughs> authentic. It's like egg, sugar. 
like what it's is just it? an egg chunk. Okay, okay. Like, old eggs? Call it chunks. It's like frothy. Like it sits on top. Gonna, Froth is top. not chunks. I'm, I'm like gonna bring it in. Seventy five percent of the way to vomit. <laughs> you guys would love it. The recipe is on a wood plaque. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got a giant egg chunk from Grampy. Oh. <laughs> they weren't on the recipe. Oh, I wash it really down with good. Cottage cheese. <laughs> the alcohol cooks out the salmonella, so you don't have to worry about it. Uh, could you think of anything on earth that would make you puke less than this highly alcoholic egg chunk? Everything nine? would make me puke less <laughs> yeah. than that. Yes. The only thing there's more than the alcohol is the sugar. There's a lot of sugar. Oh, my God. This is getting worse. <laughs> it's getting worse. Egg chunks. I'll bring in the recipe. Okay. Do you want to hear about these new things? Is it less gross? Nicole Farley worked less? really hard on this article. Well, poor Nicole for following this. <laughs> okay. So there are product-specific insights. These are at the account level and help us spot underperforming offers, identify products with missing feed attributes, and compare bidding with our top competitors. I'm saying R like I work in, e- in e-com. Like, no way. <laughs> I have trouble with that aloe vera drink. Have you ever had those? Yeah. Oh, with like chunks in the, there? I yeah. don't do chunks drinking well. Do you remember those well. Orbitz drinks? They were like lava lamps you could yes. chug. Same thing. Yeah. I've never heard of any of these things, but I have heard of merchants and advertisers <laughs> can now add their sales and promotions to their listings via the deals content API, which makes it easier for merchants to upload and manage their deals at scale. And then last but not least, merchants can now list the expected delivery date and free returns right on their ads with shipping and returns annotations. That's very important for people like me who start their Christmas shopping on December 16th, the day after my birthday, so. Yeah, Greg, what do you think about um, bubble tea? Can you handle those, like the tapioca balls? I'm not a giant fan of it, but I mean. What about like an unfiltered cider? Oh, yeast chunks, I the just, mother? I'm not, I don't like drinking the chunk. I saw you drinking a chunky <laughs> drink today. I asked what it was, you said, don't ask. It was really, don't ask, it was bad. <laughs> It was chunky, too. I had a problem with it. I should have got some old crow in there. Diced up a couple eggs. Okay, I guess we're really not going to find out. No, it's it's, it's extend. X-T-E-N-D. What? It's like something, if if you exercise a bunch, I'm like so old, I can't exercise anymore, so I get so sore. So it's just amino acids. Where do you find these things? I don't know, Instagram? But no, you, you take it and it's like makes your, your your body hurt less. That's how old I am, all right, everybody? Maybe just relax. Take some time. There ain't no relax. Sit on your here. couch. There ain't no relax until I log off. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a death thing? I'm guessing somebody said it that we should know about. This table's now? Who said it? About what? <laughs> there's, no, there's no relax. No. I did not know that. Okay. Hugh Jackman? Anybody who gets it gets a t-shirt. Hugh Jackman. Listeners? Yeah. Okay. Leave it up to listeners. I'll I'll read the exact one. Okay. This is from Twitter. You can now search it. There's no relax, champ. No relax when I'm on Twitter. I'm on 10 until the second I close the app. You relax. Oh, I feel like I know who that was. Okay. We'll follow up. 
Let us know in the comments. Okay. Meta has introduced a new feature to let its advertisers in India pay for their advertising campaigns in a no cost monthly installment for over three months. They what? made no additional what? cost. Ah. But that's what it says. No, like cost. no interest. You guys relax. It's easy pay. Okay. There's no relax. <laughs> Hugh Jackman said that. You can pay for your crock pot over three months on QVC and you can convert <clears throat> your ad payments between forty and $6,300 into equal monthly installments if you're using a credit card and advertising on Meta ads. If you don't have $40 to spend in one egg chunk, you <laughs> shouldn't be advertising. Says the girl who was telling me how long it took to pay off her Victoria's Secret charge. I used to really <laughs> shop. Okay, table. So we're going to do relax quiz part two. Okay. Who says this? Relax. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Aaron Rodgers. Got it. What? A lot of relaxing out there. Okay, that's all I have for paid, actually. But <laughs> what's happening in organic? We are all ramped up over here <laughs> because YouTube has a promotions tab that will let creators promote their channels and videos without needing to go through the Google Ads Manager. How has it taken this long? This is one of those things that should have been there since day one. You have, this is where like the sponsored or boosted post on Meta, like those things would be so huge for people that are trying to boost views to the right audience. It is something that they should be making tons of money on. There's no reason that somebody on YouTube needs to go through and learn Google ads. We already went through how <laughs> difficult it is. So having that ability, hopefully they make something that is reasonable for people. Like that's all I really hope for is that they don't try to just over all their their creators out there but instead like make an actual like boosted thing that looks at the audience and can try to find similar audience and is like a reasonable price thing out there so i'm all for it if they implement it correctly if they do something like a pmax where they're just trying to shake every nickel out of your pocket then i'm i'm against it so write a letter to neil speaking of neil we'll get to him in a minute <laughs> all right and next up from Danny Goodwin over on Search Engine Land. Google is testing new labels in the search result. I actually saw this live. It was strange. I was looking up marketing clock iTunes to see if we got any reviews. Spoiler alert, we didn't. Help us out. Leave us a review. Yeah. And it said under five minute read for the iTunes link. I'm like, what? I've never seen this before. And I looked and it's new. So you can see if something is a quick read or five minutes or under labels in the search results. I think it's really cool that you can, obviously Google's smart enough to know about how long things will take. And the example that Danny showed was one was from dictionary.com and it must have been searching for newborn. And it's newborn definition and meaning, meaning dash dictionary.com. And it says quick read. It's like, yeah, I can read it right here. It says recently born or just born. It's literally in the name of the word new born like that's quick right like i don't need the label on that one but thank you i just hope they're better time of reading estimators than karaoke on vimo vimeo because they think it takes a lot faster to read the word wrath than it does what did you call saying wreath? grapes of wreaths <laughs> Just in time for the holidays. You we can need hang to get yours a up. Grape wreath in the wall behind you here. <laughs> there would be a grape wreath. Why not? That'd, That'd be, be great. Nice. 
Yes. And so what could this mean from you and the marketing side of things? If you look up on screen, you can see that there are some five minutes, um, five minute or under articles that you can read. And then you can see where some things might be unnecessarily long. So if you've got some quicker answers, it doesn't mean that you have to be like a recipe blogger for every post you put out there. You can make short, concise content. And then with this, you might actually see better um, benefits, but just don't change anything because I said that though. No. Okay. Just write concisely and good. I probably shouldn't have said that because everybody's like, oh, you said to make it short. I didn't. From Glenn Gabe by way of Barry Schwartz. Barry and Morty Oberstein had found a new expandable from sources across the web unit. And Glenn said, in my post about found on the web, I called it a Frankenstein SERP feature. Well, Dr. Frankenstein has been working late in the lab. I tweeted about this a few weeks after Morty Overseen shared a screen, screenshot. It's expanding literally. And in this, you can see the sources in this case were Search Engine Land, Search Engine Journal, and Moe's. And somebody clicked on Search Engine Land and expanded it out. And you can see more information and stories from there. So it is alive. All right. And in your Google business profile, you can now include products, which is nice. You can put in whatever you've got. You need to do it either two ways, manually with a product editor, or if you've got a the pointy app with your point of sale system. So I guess the point of sale system you've got can connect to pointy and bring it into your Google business profile. And what you can do with that is you can click on a product card to view the details, see an overview, a whole bunch more. And of course, you can't do any of the funds products. They're all banned, Just So before you even think about it, you can't use this for alcohol, tobacco, gambling, financial services, pharmaceuticals, unapproved supplements, the best, health and medical devices. Financial services are so fun. The best. Also, yeah. where is this where is this showing? Because I totally use Pointy with my Google business profile and it shows up in my local listing. Do you really? Uh-huh. Products are showing up? Yep. <gasps> Have them for months. I'm gonna get Neil Moynihan on. Don't more. tell anyone. It's nice. Speaking of the man, the myth, the legend, the superstar from the short update from YouTube where he talked about NFTs in a minute-long video that should have been 10 minutes, Neil Moynihan has a tweet out there that says, viewers save an average of 900 years of video time per day when watching YouTube at faster speeds. We love you, Neil. And that was the Neil Moynihan corner. Next up. From Variety, Robert uh, Nickel, that's what I'm going to call him, is stepping down as a YouTube chief business officer and the veteran Mary Ellen Coe is succeeding him. I'm voting for Neil for this. I think we should all rally to get Neil this job. He really deserves it. Well, imagine if he just got his little face right up there on the camera all the time. Okay, how can we make it happen? Great question. Yeah, starts with a tattoo. All right, and from John Alder, at Black Label short for advisor on Twitter, A-D-V-S-R. He says, 3PLs are sweating if they've heard about it. Amazon sellers are now being invited to the Amazon warehousing and distribution program. Say goodbye to third-party warehousing. Pallet fees are just $28 a month. If you are um, shipping and you are interested in this, now 
there's a bunch of people that are selling on Amazon that are also getting this email for um, warehousing distribution. And if you do anything that you're selling on Amazon, um, don't miss Black Label ADVSR on Twitter. Got great content all the time. And that's it for organic. What's happening in Social Bud? Speaking of great content all the time, earth-shattering results here from a study from Hype Auditor. They looked at 77.6 million posts on Instagram in July. And the winner for the best post type as far as reach and engagement goes is... Reels! Carousels. Joking. <laughs> it is reels. You're oh, absolutely really? right. Yeah, it oh. really is. Because it's, it's all they show. Because it's all they show. So, well, actually, the interesting thing here, they have the content type by distribution and reels only made up 22% of the content, whereas images this were 42%. You think? Yeah. Well, I have a screenshot of the numbers. I don't trust it. So <laughs> trust Doesn't it if you will. Doesn't fit my narrative, Jess. I know. Well, <laughs> does anything, Greg? <laughs> um, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I think we all knew that reels were being what was shown more. So, of course, the reach is up there. The likes are the highest on reels. But comments were higher on image posts than they were on reels. And based on how I use Instagram, which I know not everyone is me, that makes sense. Like, I'll watch reels, but I'm not really commenting on them. The engagement's probably high because people are, are turning off the audio and and blocking those people. <laughs> Turn off the audio and block us. We're full of sunshine this week. Speaking of the gram, a couple of announcements regarding how users can influence the content that they see within the platform. First, they're testing the ability for users to mark multiple posts in the explore page with the not interested option. Meta says this will immediately hide these posts and refrain from displaying similar content in the future. Previously, you could do this, but just one post at a time. So now, Shep, instead of one rodent here and there, you can get the whole rat king at once. Just get them all out. Excuse me while I lose my lunch. Egg chunks. Uh, they're also testing the ability for users to choose to not see suggested posts based on certain words, phrases, or emojis in the caption or hashtag. I like that. Emojis are interesting. People use them in so many different ways, but cool to have options. Do you ever think about like deviled eggs? Yeah. It's a weird flavor. It's weird. I don't like it. I don't like mustard. They should make like that. You know, they always make those like craft vodkas and stuff and like peanut butter whiskeys. Mm -hmm. What if you had like a deviled egg tequila? Deviled egg tequila? Yeah. I don't think I would drink that. <laughs> I feel like no. I bet my vodka. <laughs> yeah. My mom makes good deviled eggs. I'll eat one. But it's a weird, it's a textural experience. No you just like it for the name. It's going to be great audio. <laughs> it is a podcast. Alessandro Paluzzi is back at it again this week. He sniffed out some work on Twitter's edit feature, noting some limits. You can only edit a tweet up to five times, and it has to be within 30 minutes of the original tweet. And, of course, the edit history will be publicly visible. So just be careful. Um, something else that Twitter is cooking up, and those are their words, tweet tiles for tweeted links. I actually really like this. It's a really nice visual, and we'll have it up on the screen if you're watching. They're initially testing this with New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and The Guardian. Um, so it sounds like just publishers for now, but it, I feel like it makes sense for just any link anybody might share. The new format will offer larger text and images with a visible CTA button. 
Twitter says that people on iOS and the web may see and interact with tweet tiles that include text, images, videos, or other elements like a button from people in the initial test group. The formats are designed to easily engage with content and make your timeline more dynamic and visual. Looks pretty cool. I like it. And next up here from TechCrunch, the company behind last summer's hot social app Paparazzi is testing a new app called Made with Friends. It expands on the original Paparazzi concept, which was posting photos of your friends to create their profile, so like following somebody else essentially. Um, and it expands on that, so now you can add other content types like Q and A, um, other prompts, video, and more. The app is being released in the fall, so we can keep an eye out. People are getting bored. This might be something. It might be nothing. I feel like we hear a lot of like startups for lack of a better word and then they just kind of fall off but i like this it reminded me shep of how when new people start on our team and we do those introduction meetings and we've started introducing each other instead of ourselves yeah i feel like you get the best version of someone else if you like them if you really want to learn about someone go to their tagged photos not their grid that's what this is basically all right collectors rejoice meta announced the ability for cross posting nfts on instagram and facebook is coming it is currently only for u.s users though so don't rejoice too hard if you're not based here in the states I love that. Are you putting yours up? <laughs> All my NFTs. All of them. Collectibles. I thought we were done with NFTs. I really thought so too. And then you stuck that story in there. So had to cover it, boss. Last up here. <laughs> it's like a swear word. You should watch the video to see the look. He just gave me hates it. <laughs> Last up in social this week. Ending on a real high note. Snap's stock price has dropped almost 80% since January. And the company is planning some pretty significant layoffs. According to The Verge, they're planning to let go of about 20% of their approximately 6,400 employees. Um, Expected to take the biggest hits are, or big hits, I should say, the team working on ways for developers to build mini apps and games inside Snapchat, which is always a really cool thing. The hardware division that is working on Snap's AR spectacles and camera drone and the social mapping app Zenly. The article also noted that the ad sales organization is being restructured and their chief business officer is leaving for Netflix. Wait, wait, Jess, this isn't a high note. (laughs) You didn't sense the sarcasm? It's a really low note. This is low. This is bad. It's really bad. And we've talked a lot about user growth and Snapchat plus early success, but things are bad stock price had dropped so much so much and also they haven't they've turned a profit once since they went public in 2017 according to this article things are dire there and victoria told us that the youth are on snapchat so i don't know what's happening users are on like user numbers are growing they're just not making any money and that brings us to our real life segment straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes it's time for working hard or hardly working where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work. Good, bad, or otherwise. I always think everything's a me problem because I have a lot of problems. Amen. Um, But today, I was looking at a Google Ads account live with Greg and realized that this was not just me. If you're filtering some like campaigns, let's say you're at the campaign tab, looking at all of your campaigns, you have a filter on, maybe it's saved from the last time you were logged in, it's really tricky to get rid of that filter. Like you can't just press X and Victoria on our, or not Victoria, Elizabeth on our team told me how to get rid of it today. And I still don't even remember. Like you have to click on the filter icon, I think, and then get rid of it when you want to just click on it at the top of the screen. It's terrible, terrible user experience. Hate it, Greg. All right. So for me this week, I was looking around at some discovery campaigns. And I clicked the wrong spot 
that I was trying to go to, and I got into the asset details for Discovery, absolutely thinking that this is going to be looking like RSAs, where you can see essentially nothing of value. Not the case in Discovery ads. You can see what conversions are coming from which images, which headlines are working. You can see performance data in that report for Discovery. And it made me think, like, why can't we just get this for RSAs too? But I'm going to be positive. That is working hard. If you want to test different ad copy, see click-through rate, see conversions, you can get that in asset details. Don't sleep on it in Discovery. Working hard. Hardly working for me. Greg shared that internally earlier this week, and I got super excited and went to look at my Discovery campaigns. And I do not have those same columns nor the ability to what? add them. Really? Really. All I have is a performance score, which is a percentage, but it means nothing in comparison to other things, and I couldn't add the column. So I don't know if it's because my campaigns are fairly new. We just launched them last week. Could be that. No idea, huh. but I was really bummed because I was super excited, and I can vouch for Greg. I saw it live. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. Showed you showed people. We right. saw it. I don't have it in my accounts, though. How long have your campaigns been running? A while. Yeah, maybe it's just minor, super new. So we'll see. And now for this week's Cool Tool. As a reminder, our Cool Tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners. And is really, really cool. This week's Cool Tool helps you do it live so you can thrive. And it's Browser Stacks Live, a tool for interactive cross-browser testing. It lets you spin up any browser and device combination you need and start QAing your site in a matter of seconds. You can view your site in different geographies if you have content that's supposed to change. That's really cool. Test accessibility and more. The thing is built for developers. It's got all kinds of nerdy features like local environment testing, but it's also super, super easy for a non-dev like me or anyone looking to quickly replicate something to use. So good marketers out there, if you're trying to help a client troubleshoot, definitely bookmark this baby. There's paid versions that can do a lot more, but you can try it and use it for free. Again, that is Browser Stack Live. We'll have the link in our newsletter as well as on Discord. So pick your poison and check it out. And I believe that's from Luke in our Discord community. Oh, yes. We're sharing a lot sorry. of cool tools. Yes. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Luke. Now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week. An article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show. This week's must-read marketing article that we comes from Marie Haynes at mariehaynes.com, well, on mariehaynes.com. <laughs> and she put out an article on Wednesday that says, the helpful content update is going to cause so much confusion. <laughs> and so <laughs> I thought it was interesting to get this take on it. She talks about the fact that she thinks it's going to be big, that it's not a periodic filter like pen, uh, Penguin or Panda. I just tried to combine them both. <laughs> that the helpful content classifier will always be running, that it's always learning, and that recoveries will be sporadic. So if you're interested in a take on why this will be a little bit different, um, go check it out. Head on over to mariehands.com. Thank you, Marie. And now onto our playlist of curated songs to work to. You can head over to playlist.marketingoclock.com to listen to Marketing a Playlist. Greg, what will you be adding this week? Well, I've got a tribute. I unfortunately had to put my dog of 13 years down, Rogan. He was an awesome dog. He was like an office dog. He'd come in all the time. Um, he was great if like humans had a fraction of uh, how happy and joyful he was. We'd all 
be a lot better. But I've got a song called Sam by Sir Sturgill Simpson. All right, nice. We love Broken. We do. I will be picking August by Taylor Swift in the spirit of the new album, which Greg alerted me to. And also because August sipped away like a bottle of wine, as we all know. So should have done it last month. No, it's about August being over. Okay. Oh, okay. Pay attention. Oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Just fun. Mine's super relatable too. It's called The Shame of Life by the Butthole Surfers. <laughs> that is so on brand. <laughs> all, all right. That does it for today's show. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topic, head over to marketingoclock.com slash newsletter to receive every single article we covered. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingoclock.com to join. Welcome to this week's Shoot in the Heck, where after our famous Friday news show, we don't talk about marketing anymore. We just... Shoot the heck. Today we are playing nobody's favorite game, Poke Holes in This, where we all present ideas... And the other people poke holes in it about why it's a terrible idea. Or a great one because there's no holes like my whole list. Mm -hmm. And Tables is going to pick the winner today. And you can give us live feedback as we go through our ideas as well. Um, Okay. Greg, do you want to start? Yes. This one might get me. Well, we'll see. No commentary here. So I was listening to something and everybody's talking about like the... um, like how a card like you give to somebody is like really important like the quality of the card like a greeting card yes and so my thought it might have been y'all saying that you go to the dollar tree to get your cards people you don't like and think it was you all tables, tables. yes tables. tables but i really dislike the dollar tree the only thing it might be good for is like a wedding card or a graduation card if yeah you're in a pinch. that's about it for it someone you safe. don't really like so here's my idea this is a stamp that you have that is a Hallmark stamp. <laughs> and you can use it on any card. The Hallmark stamp. <laughs> stamp you, on an existing... So I, don't, I cannot think of an off-brand card, but like the paper Dollar factory. Tree. American paper greetings. Paper factory is nice. Oh, okay. You can <laughs> see the quality. You can feel the quality. Can you? Yeah. Tables, can you see the quality? This was your idea. You brought this upon ourselves. I personally don't think you can see, see? the idea at all. All right. Okay. Mm. You give me that fake Hallmark card, I'm going to know. <laughs> yeah. I'm putting so no it on my construction right. paper. Well, I mean, I, you're going to have it next to the stamp. Here's the hole. Where do you stamp it? You can't stamp it over the other brand. Right on the inside. Right under your name. <laughs> Love always, Greg. Stamp. Love Hallmark. Hallmark. <laughs> Who's Hallmark? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all in agreement that we would just like not buy a card. So yeah. it makes it a little harder, but sometimes you have to. Okay. okay. My <laughs> first idea, you guys, is truly unpokable. I'm going to change the world. Okay. So I have a Kindle. Mm. One of the best parts of Kindle is the Kindle app. It connects to your phone. You can read your books anywhere if you're in a pinch. Picks up where you left off. Charge me even twenty more dollars than what I would pay for the book if I'm just buying the written version, and make it an audiobook bundle that syncs with the book, so I can be reading in bed, and then the next day I can get up and pick up where I left off in the car and listen to it as an audiobook. That's actually a really good idea. Oh, I can't oh, believe they don't do that. Here's all the poke in it. Amazon 
would need to purchase Audible. I thought they already they did. did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. I can't believe it hasn't already happened. What's what's the holdup? I don't know, but Dallas. I guess maybe they're like, if you do that, you're going to start reading the book in the narrator's voice. So I what? That to happen. So what? It's a very good idea. That's a good have, film idea. I don't have you many turn holes into the book. Yeah, I want that. Us nook people, though, got problems. Bezos did the the heavy lifting already, so it's a good idea. Jess, I'm sorry you have to follow that. It's okay. I think I have a a good runner-up or follow-up. So you know how you can order a burger and you can get it on like a pretzel bun? Mm -hmm. Why are they not doing pretzel pizza crust? I think they do at CC's or Little Caesars. Oh, look at me. Really? (laughs) Yeah. It's a good idea. Add a little salt. I've been putting salt on everything. Salt is the best. I put sea salt on s'mores the other day. So I think we can workshop this. I think we can make an olive pretzel pizza where there's like a honey mustard base. It's Yeah, pretzel cheddar pizza with plastic cheese. It's disgusting looking. But that's yours sounds better. Yeah. You could actually, you can just dip a regular cheese pizza in honey mustard and it's really good. I did that recently. Okay, so you didn't come up with an original idea. Fine, I have a different one. No, I have a different one then. I want... (laughs) This is your next idea, by the way. Well, I had four. Okay. So I want a curtain in a bathroom stall because there's always that hole where the door closes and opens and you can like see your friends walking by while you're on the toilet and you like know it's them, but they don't know it's you. So if I could just close a curtain, then there would be no reason for me to feel like I have to say hi. That is so extra and... You don't have to say hi. <laughs> Just pretend it's not happening. <laughs> you you also like changed our work order on this building to say like, we need bathroom stalls so you can't see our feet so nobody knows who's in there. I may have dropped the suggestion. I think and then I wasn't we, the it's only upgrade. One. It costs thousands of dollars. It's not enough and that's for you. It's still not enough for Jessica. You listen, Bryant. listen, Greg. Then you're going to do this. You're going to be like, oh, the curtain is not good. It's it's too dark in here now. It's too dark. I can't see what I'm doing. Like, I don't know where that You can barely see through the crack in our bathroom stall for the reasons Greg outlined. And it's still not private enough for you. Okay. The, well, I use the handicap stall because it's first. And I don't want to walk any farther. And that gap is larger. And the floor don't use it, stall then. doors are amazing. Have you ever... I feel claustrophobic. I don't like it. <sighs> no, that's the last thing you want is cloth near... The dirty work going They can out. be yeah. the dirty work. They can be like a shower curtain material. You wouldn't want to touch. You'd be complaining like, oh, I got to <laughs> touch this. Somebody's just in here. You're right. But listen, my pizza crust was a great no, idea that got disqualified. You're really off today. <laughs> Greg, what's next? Okay. So I don't think I've said this before, but everybody knows that I dislike graveyards. I think it's the biggest waste ever. What? You just want to burn them all? <laughs> no, what a, what good is a graveyard? Think about They're did lovely you really to want walk to go in. Do so this? what are you going to do with all the bodies? Oh. Bury them. Bury the bodies. In a pauper's grave? No, no, no. So here, so so the problem is you've got these headstones. The headstones, just think about how much weed whacking needs to go onto these headstones for the rest of time or you're going to be spraying poison all over it. It's like that's not what you want. You don't want to poison with like, you know, Roundup all over these graves creating jobs. And instead, and nobody goes to graveyards. Some people do. Okay, you don't go to graveyards for like pleasure. Uh, do you go to be a weirdo? There's a one within walking distance of my house that I love to walk through. It's got nice big trees, it's like a park. Okay, so here's the idea. No gravestones. Not even graves anymore. 
just a field, open field, people buried normally. We have phones. We're smarter now. AR graves, <laughs> you can see what the grave would be. And you can animate yourself to say little messages to people that are walking throughout the park. You can say, oh, I'm going to check out who's here. Boom. There's Jess Bud, and she's uh, doing something creepy. AR graves. That is deeply disturbing. I feel like the AR messages live on long after yeah. you've died too. You're always going to be there. And people can use the nice grass space and spend quality time picnicking, having fun around the deceased. What if you rec recorded it pre-mortem yourself? That's like, what it is. Hey, loved one. Yeah. it's like Oh, I thought it was like me and Shep. Like, <laughs> sup, grandma? We miss you. <laughs> yeah, you can do it whenever you want. You can like bank them and you can be like, hey. I'm Greg. I did marketing. Who knew? <laughs> we have a show. Don't listen to it. Okay. I don't even know how to critique that. I think it's very tacky. <laughs> I don't Think know. about- No one's going to be able think... to do grave rubbings anymore. Is there free Wi-Fi? is gone. Free Wi-Fi everywhere. <laughs> think about the weed whacking. Think about that. <laughs> That's a job. That's someone's job. Yeah, literally, you want to get that person out of the job. Yes, they can mow the lawn. Somebody else mows the lawn. Yeah, they can get out of the job. They can they can hook up the connect the Wi Fi and the power <laughs> once. I just made the executive decision. We're only each doing one more. So that was your last idea. Oh no, I need one more. I'll do my last one. It's good. It's the best <laughs> idea I've ever had. Everyone's just making their own rules. Just got a two for one. Fine. Okay, we'll come back to you. My next idea is wall art that you dynamically change for a call, a Zoom meeting, just as a conversation piece. Gives them something to talk about every time when you log on. Like, And you could have Dolly do it. Like generate a new image <laughs> oh, no. every time. Oh, so, is it like digital frame? Yeah, like something to talk about. That's or it could be idea. fake. Like it could be a green screen behind you. You know, today I'm underwater with Steve <laughs> Buscemi as a woman. I mean, I think they have that now, right? <laughs> but I want it for Zoom. They have that as a conversation piece. You can change whatever background you want. But I want it like dynamically changing every time. Something oh, so to you talk want about. somebody like to come in and custom curate so, like something yes. that looks fancy. So, so we don't have to oh. talk about the weather. That's the idea. I want it to spark conversation. Like, I don't talk about the weather. Like that dating guy who wore a cowboy hat. I don't know what you're talking about. The pickup artist. Mystery? Mystery? The whole point of this <laughs> is to help you not talk about the weather. I love the weather. You see where I'm going? Yeah. Okay. Jess, bud. Jess, I'm taking yours over. What? Do you have a good one? I do. Okay, okay, so we recently went on a tour to one of our clients' manufacturing facilities, and they, for FDA approval, have to do like certain testing for like date ranges out, make sure products last for the expiration dates or whatever. So they have these chambers essentially that mimic conditions of like accelerated time. So they put things in there and they can test within six months of something like what state it'll be at in a year and like wow. three years, whatever. So they have these like aging chambers, I'm calling it, right? That was also not your idea. That was not my idea. That's a real thing. But I'm standing there thinking there are people that like brown bananas. And if you had something like this for your home and you could put your fresh fruit in it and get it a little softer real quick, that would be good. Or like if you have to replace a kid's toy and you want it to feel a little bit more worn out without them knowing, like we need some kind of consumer aging chamber for household items. Avocados alone. I'm sold. There you go. Right? Thank you. I don't get it. I hate it. <laughs> okay, Greg, your last idea, and then I have one more, and then Jess Butt did too, so she doesn't get one. 
Um, <laughs> the name is Mystery from VH1's The Pickup Artist. Yeah, he wore a hat to try to get people to talk to him. Yeah, and he had like the flavor saver thing. I want that. Oh, like, I want something avant garde behind me to get people talking. Ew, get canceled. <laughs> What's your idea? <laughs> What's your idea? <laughs> All right, best idea I've ever had here. Let's keep it with death. <laughs> All right. Might as well. We got basically like two options. You can be cremated. You can be buried. Don't need to talk about the problems with bur- burials, right? And then We've some already people, solved those. Like they don't want to be cremated, you know? <laughs> two words. Human. <laughs> Taxidermy. <laughs> Think about that. You can do that with these animals. Like, imagine you keep your loved ones around forever. Just in the corner, human taxidermy. Just Poke holes in this. Above your fireplace, like always looking down on yeah, you. Yeah, a little smile on your face. They already kind no? of do that to make you last for the funeral. What do they right. call it? Um, embalming Embalm- Embalming. Yeah. But just a little little longer that time frame. That is sick. People who stuff their animals, like, no. But you know that. Like I mean, trophy hunting and serial killers are going to be able to put their trophies around. Yes, that's such a good point. Terrible idea. I mean, better than being in Who the ground. Has space for that. Better than being. Where would fire. you be? I feel like you have like to in be your in a You could even come yeah. up with like unique things, like get a pose and it could be like a coat rack or something. Oh, <laughs> like right. she always wanted to go to Australia, never made it. Put her next to a kangaroo. You are so tasteless <laughs> yeah. today. You could put a mask on. You could be around Halloween, things like that. <laughs> that it's is like so sick. <laughs> Human tax. That right. is sick. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so ridiculous. No one's going to do that. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised. <laughs> I'm no. sure actually that you're right. Well, I can't believe people do their pets, so I'm not that surprised. Okay, my final idea. I'm always sick of people talking about how tired they are, and then when I'm tired, I just want to complain about it. I think we should stop talking about it and just have like meters on our desks that say how many hours of sleep we got last night. So it's just out there for the world to see. They do. You can do that. I got a band that tells I can just put my sleep score and be like. Put it on display. I want to yeah. know. Like, leave me alone. Four hours. And it's also like people will tell me they're tired. I'm like, there's no way you're as tired as me. Put it sure. to the test. I like it. That's me a great too. idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Food too. How much food you've had. Oh, yeah. Just to build on that. <laughs> Tables. Who's the winner? I'm flipping this. You right. can give well. us some honorable <laughs> mentions if you want. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Half of these were god awful. Um, <laughs> Which half? <laughs> I, I really don't like the curtain bathroom. I don't like the human taxidermy. Wait, what? I'm pretty sure the sleep test is just like an eye watch or whatever. Um, the point that being is said, sharing it. Whatever. Okay. Okay. That being said, my favorite one is the Hallmark stamp. Mm. Because mm. it's smart. It's easy. You just stamp up approval. It's done. I think it's... It's going to be invented sometime soon. Money saver. <laughs> okay, well, we'll have yeah, to have... And it's a money saver, right? <laughs> we'll have to have uh, tables play next time so we can put him to the test. All right. Totally. Okay, well, I respectfully disagree, and we'll <laughs> see you next week. Bye.